Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82, a psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is Kennard Levy-Brown speaking. I'm your host for the Merciful Servants of God Biblical Instructional Program. I've been on the air for 12 years. I have over 300 uh, programs that are designed to help you truly understand the truth of the Bible. And I do the best I can to preach out of the Bible. And so today, and I'm hopefully I'm going to do this in uh, 15 minutes, I hope. (laughs) Uh, I have a, I guess, an interesting Bible study on, according to the Bible, who is a righteous person? I have had people come and tell me that I think I'm perfect because I say that I'm righteous. Or I've been accused of being self-righteous because I'm saying that. Well, let's let's look at the Bible and see what the Bible says about this. Uh, does a righteous person have to be perfect or complete to be considered righteous? Well, Deuteronomy 6, verse 25, let's start out with understanding what righteousness is first. Uh, it states here, and it is, shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the master as he has commanded us. So this is an interesting scripture. Let me look this up on my uh, iPhone here so I can uh, go into detail about this. Uh, Deuteronomy 6, verse 25. And so the the Hebrew word for this is tzedakah. And tzedakah means doing the right thing, whether it's charity or whatever, and you do it the right thing, even if it's going to cause you um, some suffering. All right, so it's, it's doing the right thing. Uh, This is equivalent to being a martyr. If someone asks you to denounce the Messiah and say that he's not your master, or else I'm going to cut your head off, then the righteous person would get their head cut off. So that's basically what tzedakah, that's the Hebrew for righteousness, that's what it means. And so again, it says, it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. Now, here's another definition, biblical definition for righteousness. Uh, Psalm 119, 172, my tongue shall speak of thy word for all, not some, all thy commandments are righteousness. Isaiah 64, verse 6, however, we can't do our own righteousness. We can't make up uh, what we think is righteousness. Isaiah 64, verse 6 states, but we are all as an unclean thing. I, I listened to some people say that we are all clean. Well, the Bible says that we're all unclean. So I'm going to believe the Bible. 
It says, we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags, and we all do fade away as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, has taken us away. This is Isaiah 64, verse 6. Uh, Proverbs 24, verse 16 says, for a just man falls seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. And so this is an interesting scripture. It states that a just man or a righteous man they fall, but they get back up, though. See, that that's the key, is to get back up after you have fallen. If you don't get back up, then you're not going to continue the road toward perfection and righteousness. And that's the overall goal, is for us to become complete or perfect. And Proverbs 24, verse 16, yes. And then uh, Zadik, that's, that's what it means, uh, it's a derivative of Zadaka, and it means to be righteous. The term bears primarily a moral or ethical significance. Someone or something is considered to be just or righteous because of conformity to a given standard. Okay, so that's what it means. In Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 20, it states, For there is not a just man on earth that doeth good and sins not. So that should answer the question, who is a righteous person according to the Bible? And does a righteous person have to be perfect to be considered righteous? No, not according to the Bible. It says, for there is not a just man, you might as well put woman in there too, because uh, that word man uh, is... Uh, more than likely, uh, let me let me check here. I'm sure that uh, that word man in that context is talking about the Hebrew word Adam, and that means mankind, which includes women. Yes, Adam, a human being. That's what it means. All right, so uh, 1 John 1, verse 8 to 10, it says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, which means that the reason why we are unclean is because of unrighteousness. We are birthed with the ability to be unrighteous. We are not birthed to, with the ability to be righteous automatically, but we certainly are born to be unrighteous. The Bible says that. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. And how is his word in us? Through the Holy Spirit. 1 John 3, verse 7 to 10. states, little children, let no man deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous. So that's my answer to anybody that wants to say that I'm sinning because I'm righteous. Or I'm saying that I'm righteous. I do do it right. I would be lying to say I don't practice keeping his commandments. All of them. And so if anyone is doing that, then they are considered righteous according to the Bible. So little children, let no one, no man deceive you or woman deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Let me repeat that again. Little children, let no man deceive you or woman deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that commits sin is of the devil. This is talking about doing it on a consistent basis, and you don't care about repenting. For the devil sins from the beginning, or he sins, or he sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. 
See, the devil has works, but God also has works, and he wants you to do his works, not the devil's. Whoever is born of God does not commit sin. Now, this means two things. It means, first of all, that when you are immersed under the real Messiah, the true Messiah, then you have started the process, you, you have been, you become begotten, and you've started the process toward being completely born again with a spiritual body. This is all talked about in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Second of all, when you do have that spiritual body, then you will not be able to sin. You will be perfect and you will not be able to sin. So that's what that verse means. Whoever is born of God does not commit sin. So one day you're going to be able to say, hey, it's impossible for me to sin. And you're going to have a spiritual body and, and it'll be totally impossible for you to sin. For his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he is born of God. And this the children of God are manifest and the children of the devil. Who, whosoever does not righteousness is not, and this is talking about on a consistent basis, not the occasional slip up. Because I just read to you that a just man falls seven times and rises again, okay? You can still be just falling down as long as you rise up again and and continue to pass. Um, And this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil, whoever does not righteousness is not of God. And so if you're not practicing all the commandments, then the Bible states plainly you are not of God. And this means the commandments that you understand and know to do. Even if you, you don't understand it, you're still not considered righteous before God, even though you eventually had that attitude of wanting to obey, but you have to have the knowledge. And see, in uh, Romans chapter 12, chapter 10, it states, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. And Israel today consists of Jews and Christians. And I'll go over deep. I'll, I'm going to give a program on that to kind of break that down in an easy way. But the, the Israel today is not that the Jews, ladies and gentlemen, is also Christians. Jews and Christians together is Israel. Verse 2, for I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted them, uh, submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. All right, and this is talking about, about both. Now, I would say Jews have done a much better job than Christians of keeping, trying to keep all the commandments, but they also are ignorant of, of God's righteousness in the area of understanding who the true Messiah is in the area of understanding that the commandments are for everyone, not just for Jews. Not all Jews think that way, but the majority do, unfortunately. All right, so Ezekiel chapter 18 gives a really good definition in detail of who a righteous person is. And this, this program may go a little over, maybe five or ten minutes, maybe 15 minutes, but, you know, I, I don't want to rush this. And so you can listen to the rest of this in, in the archives. It says uh, in verse 5 of Ezekiel 18, but if a man be just, that word is zadik, okay, a righteous man, um, and do that which is lawful and right and has not eaten upon the mountains, and it's talking about doing pagan things, have lifted up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, neither has defiled his neighbor's wife, neither has come near to a mistress woman. It doesn't say anything about the righteous man being perfect, does it? No. And has not oppressed any, uh, but has restored to the depth of his pledge, has spoiled none by violence, has given his bread to the hungry, and has covered the naked with a garment, 
He that has not given forth upon usury or interest, neither has taken any uh, increase, um, that has withdrawn his hand from iniquity, has executed true judgment between man and man, has walked in my statutes, and has kept my judgments to, to deal truly. He is just. He shall surely live, says the Lord. Okay, so that is considered a righteous person. Now, if you want uh, biblical instruction of who a righteous woman is, uh, read Proverbs 31, verse 10 to, to 31. And I'm going to read here uh, Titus chapter 2, verse 2 to 5 to end this. Uh, it states here that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, and maybe I, I may not need to go, uh, well, a little, I'm, I'm going to be a little over. Sound in faith and charity and in patience, the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as become of holiness, not false accusers. And this is a general trend of women. They, they, Well, men are like that too, but women certainly can false accuse as well. Make false accusations. Uh, they're not given to much wine. They're teachers of good things. And it tells you what good things to teach, uh, they should be teachers of, that they may teach the young women to be sober. That means sane, not thinking insanely. Uh, uh, think of things that make sense, not th- uh, things that don't make sense. So older women who have been raised in the word are qualified to teach other women to think soundly, not insane. Uh, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands. And so if a woman's not doing any of these things, it says that the word of God uh, could be blasphemy. All right. And so I guess I am done here. All right. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I, I think I've answered the question of who is a righteous person according to the Bible. And uh, if you have any other questions, uh, feel free to email me at canard at mercifulservantsofgod.com. So I guess I didn't have to go <laughs> over and that's good and uh if you want to facebook me and and become my friend facebook friend so i can put you in my group just type uh canard k-e-n-n-a-r-d levi l-e-v-i brown um on your facebook account and then friend request me and i'll put you in my group and so may y'all bless and keep you and y'all willing i'll be available to you next week shalom peace malachi chapter four For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse.